0: Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Amig, your friendly rheumatologist from Unabridged MD, and I am so excited to be here for another episode of Unabridged MD. First of all, thank you for everyone who listens on a regular basis. Um, you know, sometimes it's a lot of work. Sometimes I always wonder, oh, should I continue to do this? Especially now that I have this YouTube video channel for rheumatology, which is by the way called One Hundred One, Rheumatology One Hundred One by Dr. Isabel Amig. And uh, so then sometimes I'm like, oh, well, should I continue on a Bridge MD podcast? Should I take a break? And, you know, hearing that uh, maybe I've helped someone here and someone there and that you are listening to the podcast makes me want to continue. So <laughs> thank you. And uh, I'm right here. Uh, and uh, last time we talked about the miracle morning and how I'm, you know, waking up at 5 a.m. and it's wonderful and I'm feeling great. And really, I feel so much more centered. So I absolutely am continuing this. I love it. Um, I don't think I could do without actually in fact, um last Sunday, I had some trouble waking up early, but the first thing I did when I woke up was to do my miracle morning, so I uh, really, really enjoyed this routine and highly recommend it and Then the other thing that has happened to me recently is that I have decided to take things into matter matters into my hands, uh, you know, that expression that we use in English, and uh, realized that I uh, needed to do something about my addiction to the cell phone. And uh, so this is a, this episode is about that. I'm going to share, you know, um, how I'm getting better with my cell phone. And um, you are probably, um, at least on the, this recording, there's probably someone that's listening and that is also an addict uh, to their cell phone. Because you're going to see the numbers are pretty incredible. I put them there. So uh, from 2022, a large uh, study looked at the use of cell phone uh, in the U.S. population. And what they found is that on average, the Americans spend five hours and 24 minutes. I would like to tell you that that's not me. Uh, That is me. I'm an average American. (laughs) I'm an average French American uh, I spent, um, until I did something, I spent actually more than five hours on my phone. And the problem is that you always have a reason to look at your phone. So for me, it's like, oh, I'm looking at my patients or I'm responding uh, to my social media on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm responding to people. I want to engage with people. The truth though, is that I spent a lot of time looking at those stupid reels and Uh, I realized that I was an addict when at midnight I started looking at it for an hour and a half. And I was just like, what am I doing? But I couldn't make myself stop. That's crazy. (laughs) And so then I was like, okay, I need to do something. Like I need to have an action. So I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. But other numbers, just so that you understand on average, an American looks at their phone every 12 minutes That's 96 times per day. And, you know, you may take, I'm going to take my pen, imagining that that's my phone, right? You may take your your cell phone, you may just look at it for a couple of seconds, but the vast majority of time, you're going to look at it for a longer period of time. I mean, how many of you here have taken your phone because of one thing that you wanted to do? And then when you're looking at your phone, you have completely forgotten what you were taking your phone for. I'm one of, the, <laughs> one of them. I do this all of the time and it's, it's driving me nuts because I'm like, I have to do things. I don't have that much time in my life <laughs> um, that I want to spend uh, doing this. And uh, so every 12 minutes and every 12 minutes that you're taking your phone, you have dopamine that's coming. And that is the beginning of an addiction because you do an, You are becoming addicted because you want that dopamine rush. Um, of the American population have a smartphone, Uh, so that's a lot, because that's also taking into account the kids, that's also taking into account the older people who are potentially demented in 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 a house. So, like, the vast, vast, vast majority of people in the U.S. have a smartphone. A smartphone. And 47% of the patient, uh, what am I saying? Not the patient, the people in the US say that they are addicted. So I'm one of the 47%. And the truth is that once I've started sharing the fact that I felt addicted, some more people were telling me around me that they also feel addicted. So let's look a little bit at what harms uh, a cell phone addiction can cause. And it's just cell phone even, right? Like just a cell phone. So first of all, let's look. We're spending five hours and 24 minutes. I, I think It's almost six hours. As someone who doesn't have a TV, and I've always felt very proud of uh, not having TV, I am realizing <laughs> that this is probably worse than TV, okay? Um, again, if it was just work, that's a different story, but it's never just work, at least not for me. So uh, the first thing is... Um, well, I'm going to start with the joint because I'm a rheumatologist, right? So the first thing is that we are creating tendinitis. So there was a study in China. I'm not even going into this because I know you know. Um, 50% of the kids that they were looking at, they were looking at university students. 50% of them had evidence of tendinitis, of the carpal tendinitis, which is, you know, the form, the one... That's right there on top of your thumb. In fact, you probably have tendonitis. A way to know is you take your thumb, you close your wrist on top, you close your whole hand on top of your thumb, and then you move your wrist down and then you see if you have pain. I have pain. Um, So if you have pain, you probably have tendonitis, uh, pain up there uh, uh, on top uh, of your thumb. You also create more osteoarthritis, osteoarthritis of the thumb uh, right here. The base, uh, just because it's repetitive uh, motion of your thumb, you know, when you're texting. So that's you know the second thing, um, and then and then uh, you can actually cause harm of your uh, spine and your neck uh, because you're looking uh, down. You can cause harm um, of your uh, the whole spine because you're gonna you know not be standing and looking properly. Um, so th- those are like some of the joint issues. So osteoarthritis, tendonitis, as well as um, just muscle, you know, uh, issues and muscle spasm and muscle tension in your spine. That's like just among some of them. There's probably way more than just that, but that's some of it. Now the other thing is that it can cause sleep issue because you know as we all know we shouldn't actually look at uh, the blue light uh, before we sleep but the vast majority of people look that's the last thing that they look at and that's the first thing that they look at I'm one of you guys like I have an issue with phone clearly right and so last thing that I would look, first thing that I would look, that's changing a little bit. And that causes the sleep to be worse than if you're not looking at a screen. So the the, the recommendation is actually to read or to do meditation, but not to look at a screen. Okay. Uh, definitely before you go to sleep. So that's, you know, that's a problem. The thing, the the thing about the sleep is that you could be, oh, it's just sleep. It's okay. The problem is that if you don't have good sleep, you're not going to heal as well as if you did. And so the way that you're going to recover is just not as good. And so if you have an inflammatory arthritis or just OCO arthritis for that matter, they're just like mechanical joint pain. Now, if you have any other condition, you're not going to heal as much. You're not going to have a restorative uh, sleep, which is so needed for our immune system. So, it's not just causing a sleep issue; it's causing an immune issue. You you can now start to see the intricate, you know, relationship between everything in our bodies, right? And then, you know, the thing that for me really bothered me was the mental strain that it has taken. Like the fact that at midnight, I'm looking at my, I was in the past, looking at my cell phone for an hour and a half, looking at stupid things, like really, like I think I was looking at cats and dogs. Uh, I mean, it's cute. Sure. I have a cat. I can look at my cat. I don't need the video of a cat. I have my cat. (laughs) So... And this is kind of like where it really is. To me, it's like really a problem is that we are addicted. Actually, per the addiction definition, we are addicted. I'm definitely an addict. That's the, I think of my phone when well, it's getting better. Let's see it before I did something, but I was thinking of my phone all of the time. I knew exactly where it was. If I didn't have it, I would have to search for it. And I would spend hours looking for it. I mean, not hours, but like I would look for it. I would do everything that I, you know, backwards to make sure that I find my phone. Uh, first thing that I'm thinking of in the morning is like, look at my phone, not anymore. Thank goodness. Uh, and I would want to look at it all of the time and I would have issues putting it down. I mean, just make this experience if you don't know if you're addicted or not, take your phone, put it in another room and see how often you want to pick up your phone, but then you realize, oh, it's in another room and there's a reason why it's in another room. Okay? So just do that exercise, just putting the phone uh, away could be a Sunday. You're not supposed to work on a Sunday or like whatever your Sunday is, put it away and see how uncomfortable it makes you feel. And if it makes you uncomfortable, you're probably addicted. That is really what it is. That is the definition of addiction, right? Uh, uh, That you're thinking and that is disturbing you. And then another thing that's really interesting about addiction is that it's supposed to have some sort of repercussion of your quality of life and the quality of relationship that you have. The truth is that if I'm on my phone, I'm not spending that time with my kids, with my kids, you know, and, 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 or my friends. And I have taken myself where I would be on my phone while someone is talking to me. Like, how rude am I? And I just would get stuck in because at first I would take my phone for a particular reason that was valuable. But then I would get stuck and I would forget the people that were around me because I was in a, you know, direct relationship between the phone and me. And that's all there was. All right. So now that you probably are realizing that you two probably possibly have an issue and, you know, there's no judgment. I mean, definitely not from me. Right. Uh, The good news is that there are ways to change that. Uh, And I think the first question and I'm really going to share my own experience. The first question is, um, does it bother you? But I think the second and just as important question, and thanks, Mari, for asking me that question the other day, um, it was in the summer, so it took a little bit of a month to really like <laughs> process. She asked me, she was like, well, does it bother you the way we see you? So, you know, yes, you realize that you have, so I remember telling her, I have an addiction problem with my phone. And I was like, it is what it is that's fine, right? That's kind of what I told her. I need my cell phone. So it is what it is. And that's fine. But then she was like, well, Isabel, is it a problem for you the way that the world is perceiving you? Because it is true, right? Maybe I'm saying I'm fine with this addiction. I'm okay. I'm going to live my life with this addiction. I'm okay with it. But what about the way that people are seeing me including my kids, including my family, maybe including my patients. I mean, I put my cell phone away, but like, think about this, right? Like, what does it mean for people around me? Like, how do they perceive me? And that really did, it's like, it it really made me think and pause because I was like, wow, yeah. I mean, this addiction has effect on the other people around me. It definitely does have an effect, right? And that's the issue is that you don't take... Um, you don't necessarily take ownership. You can take ownership of your issues, and that's the first step. The second step is like the action. So it's it's taken me six months to do the action of I have a pro I recognize I have a problem. I recognize that this problem is not just a problem that affects me, but it affects the people around me. That's a problem. So now I'm doing the action. And so you know, the realization of this is the first thing that I do in the morning. This is probably causing my sleep, well, for sure, causing my sleep to not be as good. And so, you know, it's great to do massages and creative psychotherapy and talking to you guys about meditation, uh, visualization and all this, that's great. But what about my sleep, <laughs> right? And so if my sleep is perturbed because of uh, my cell phone, then I need to do something about that. And so I think it's really the miracle morning changing my mindset and like making sure that I was awake every morning, that really made me have this willpower to do something about the cell phone. And because I know that my willpower is not amazing when it comes to my cell phone, I have gotten help. <laughs> You're going to ask me what help have I gotten? Now You're going to see it's actually simple. So I realized that I'm not very good at keeping the restriction on my phone. So one of the thing was like, okay, I'm going to put my cell phone away on a Sunday and it's going to be far, 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 you know. But then I was like, well, I need to be, you know, I need to make sure that my people can call me if they need to call me or text me if they need to text me. So that doesn't work for me because I would feel anxious that people cannot uh, reach reach me because I don't have a landline. If I have a landline, that's a different story. And maybe that's what I would do at one point. So then I was like, okay, how about I create my cell phone into a dumb phone? Dumb phone, only text and uh, and uh, calling, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's brilliant. Let's do that. So then the cell phone, uh, I have an Apple phone. So that that allows you to actually do something like that. The issue is that you can just as easily unrestricted. So if you know how to restrict it, you know how to unrestrict it. And then also they have like, oh, are you sure you can like, you know, stop it every 15 minutes? Let's think about this. The job of cell phone is for you to use the cell phone, not to stop it. Right. So of course, (laughs) of course they are not helping as much as some other app would. And so all right. So then the first part was like I'm going to put this as you know, uh um dumb phone. And then the second thing was like I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a Shabbat, like right, like where I don't use the cell phone as a smartphone, uh, you know, for many hours on a Sunday. I've realized that I need a little bit. So right now it's from eight AM, you're gonna see what I do from five to eight. But eight AM all the way to two PM, I cannot use my cell phone, the smart application. I can only use uh like the text and the the voice. Oh, I'm blocked. Okay, all back. Um, And so uh, then the other one was to realize that I wanted the night where, same thing, I just want a dumb phone. So uh, I'm doing this from, I think it's 10 p.m. until, you know, normally I'm supposed to be sleeping at 10 p.m. since I wake up at five, but like at 10 p.m. onwards, it's only a dumb phone. And then same thing in the morning, from 5 a.m. all the way to um, 8 a.m., I want to only have access to my meditation app. Uh, I do the YouTube channel because I listen to uh, visualization music and meditation music. It helps me you know, get uh, really uh, concentrated. And so I put that because I know I don't watch YouTube in the morning. If I were to watch YouTube in the morning, I would remove it. But I don't. I, I'm, I don't get too addicted on YouTube. I know some people do. So just be mindful of that. You don't want that if you're going to start scrolling on YouTube, right? if you're not like my meditation app, there's nothing to scroll, it's boring. <laughs> and so, you don't know, there's nothing to scroll on there. Uh The timer for, uh, inside timer, same thing, just a timer, I don't need it. And then uh, I also put like the maps as, you know, something that I can have access to, just same thing. I don't scroll on maps. And if I need to go somewhere, I want to have uh, access to it. And the really cool thing is that I found this app called Opal or Opus or something, it's Opus, O P U. Us OP actually, I'm gonna look because you probably want to know. Uh, but this app, uh, I am not related to them, uh, I just like it. Uh, this app opal 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 like a gem. Uh, this app allows you to create. Uh, those things, like to create the phone as a dumb phone, and it also allows you to have focused session where you're gonna say, okay, I need to have no access to this right now because I really need to work. And there are some sessions where you can say, hey, I want to cancel that. And there are some session you cannot cancel. So, for example, the Shabbat, <laughs> the, the Sunday, where there's no uh self, like it's all a dumb phone until two p.m. I I realized that I picked up my phone like probably 10 times uh, Sunday and I couldn't, I, I I I was like, oh, I wish there was a way to get out of it, get out of it. And there's always a good reason. It's like, I want to buy something on Amazon or I want to see, I want to email my friend, you know, about this and that. Well, no, you can't. And I think it's valuable because honestly, I can just take a piece of paper and that's what I did. And I started just putting the things that are important to me, but then you realize it's not that important. So with this app, I've realized that on the days that I don't have the Shabbat, I take my phones. I spend five hours on my phone. The good news is that there's a vast majority of time is actually spent on emails and uh, text and cell phone, uh, uh, phone, uh, phone calls. And so that reassures me uh, but that's after I actually removed the um, social media app. So I remove Facebook, I remove Instagram. I still have access to it on my web browser, but I don't look at it on the app because the app is made for you to actually keep scrolling. And I don't want that. So that's what I'm doing. I will tell you, I think that I'm a pretty bad case of addiction in the cell phone. So you can use for me. If I'm able to do it, you're able to do it. <laughs> so do it. <laughs> um my relationship with the kids is amazing. Uh, and uh, it's it's definitely, I see the difference because I'm engaging more with them. My sleep is way better. I mean, I am now waking up at 5 a.m. and food, you know, much, much better. And um, I feel better. Like, I feel more grounded and I feel better. And I feel like I own my life. That's mine and not my cell phone. And I probably now can put my cell phone away and not need it, which is huge. So that's a win. I wanted to share this with you because I'm sure uh, given the fact that almost half of the population in the US says that they are addicted to their cell phone, uh, I thought that maybe you would wanna know what I'm able to do right now. I also, I'm sharing the struggles Uh, You know, from outside, it may look that, oh, look, she has it all together. Uh, Yeah, no, I struggle too. I'm just, (laughs) I'm really working to make myself better. Uh, And, you know, you see a problem and you find a solution. And that's, that's that's my motto. There's a problem, that means that there's a solution. And if you don't know of the problem, you need to figure out what the problem is and create, you know, the problem so that you can study it and then fix it. So that's my motto. And I think when it comes to cell phone, that really is working. So uh, if you're like me, try first, maybe like the the restrictions that are in your phone, see if it actually is working. I think the really cool thing about the Opal um, uh, app is that it allows you to see how often you use it uh, and like the number of times you pick it up and all of those things, which it goes a little bit more detailed than just the iPhone. Um, and then uh, it's really cheap. I mean, I think it's 60 bucks for the whole year a full year when i've already regained some hours i think it's worth it the other thing is i think you can get like a full month free um well ask me and i can give you like the the link and um and otherwise it's like one week free but honestly at that price i mean i just paid for it personally i was just like oh it's worth it <laughs> um it's getting back my life uh hours i'll take it all right um I love seeing you guys uh, leave reviews, uh, some of them. And then like, I love I, when I'm hearing people who are saying, hey, you talk about this. Um, and so those are like on my radar for sure. And then otherwise, uh, you know where to find me? Onabridgedmd.com. That's our website, onabridgedmd.com. And then the social media, which are run by me. It's just all at once. <laughs> Have a wonderful day and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye guys. I'm not afraid to